0: hello and welcome to the better days coaching podcast the aim of this podcast is to give you guidance advice tools and techniques in the hope that with better understanding and more knowledge you're able to reach your physique goals whilst maintaining a good relationship with food and your body I'm Daisy, and if at any point you'd like to know more about working with me, then all the information you need will be in the links in the podcast bio, or you can always send me a message. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode, which I've actually broken down into two episodes because... This topic that we're talking about today is something that I feel very passionate about and I can go on and on and on about it. So I'm trying to make it much more bite-sized for you and kind of breaking it into two parts. So we are talking about the how important it is to know your cycle. And we are definitely not taught enough about this in schools or when you're young. And really relatively only recently people have been doing any research into it. I think the first study was done in sometime in the 1970s which is barely any time ago considering that the human race has been around for approximately like 200,000 years and only really in the last 50 years have they started doing actual studies on menstrual cycle very in the grand scheme of things it's not that long ago I didn't care about my cycle at all because I didn't really know why I should for a long time I just didn't see the importance and I think I only really started tracking it when I got a Fitbit so that kind of got me into tra- tracking it because then I just tracked the day that I started and how the lo- long the cycle was and it was actually when during, when was it, um, during lockdown that I noticed that my cycles were starting to get longer and longer and I started to get more interested in doing more research and I read this really fantastic book called Period Power by Maisie Hill I think which I definitely recommend um, but I would take it with a pinch of salt and I'll I'll, I'll get into that later um, and that's when I started to get interested and pay attention so I remember going to the doctors just years and years and years ago and they'd say when was your last period and I would just be like not scooby I don't know but now Everything has changed and I'm about to explain to you why it is so important to know your cycle and also how empowering it can be for you and how it just really helps to manage it. So we're going to get into like, I want to say the cliff notes version of what the cycle is if you don't really know much about it. I will try and keep it as succinct as possible. As I say, I'm quite passionate about it. So tend to chat as I do anyway, but anyway. Let let's get into it. I think that knowing your body and your cycle is important, and it's not because you should train around your cycle. I don't know if you've seen this kind of trending thing floating around the world of Instagram where you know a certain cycle you should train heavy, certain part of the cycle you should only do yoga, things like that. But your cycle health is a huge, huge indicator of your internal health. So Long or missed periods, or if you're getting extreme PMS symptoms that are debilitating, like debilitating cramps. Although they're common and everybody complains about them, it it's not normal, and these are signs that you should not ignore. So, bear with me. I'll try and make this succinct. As I said, so the basics: the cycle is broken down into two parts. The first part is considered day one and that's the bleed and that is up until ovulation that's the follicular phase so the first part ovulation is obviously when when the egg is released Um, and in the follicular phase estrogen is rising and it peaks just before ovulation and after ovulation progesterone starts to rise and this is your luteal phase which is we all know and love as our pms time um so, if you do experience symptoms it 's normally in this second half of the cycle, which is the luteal phase, so in this half, the progesterone rises, and then just before you have day one and come back to the beginning again, the progesterone will start to drop off, and the lining will shed, and thus, the cycle begins again i 'm going to go over because we've heard probably heard that twenty eight days is how long your cycle should be, and That is the average but it is not exactly common and just because you don't have a 28 day cycle doesn't mean you don't have a healthy cycle. So from the research that has been done so far I'm going to talk through a healthy cycle checklist and I will also do a post on my Instagram as well so sometimes if you're a visual learner that can help. So a healthy cycle should be 24 to 34 days in length it should be relatively regular so we're not all robots and not all like clockwork it's not going to come on the same number of days each time however it should be kind of roughly around the same window um the, the bleed should be three to seven days and it shouldn't be excessively heavy and it shouldn't be excessively light the first half of your cycle the follicular phase so before ovulation a healthy time is between 10 and 23 days and the luteal phase uh, which is the second half is 9 to 14 days and that's a healthy length for the luteal phase so how do we know not just how long our cycle is but how long our follicular phase and our luteal phase is it's really simple and this is something as soon as I get my as soon as I sign up any client who's female obviously um, we start one-to-one coaching this is something that I insist that we do and it's start to track your cycle really easy all you need is a thermometer and somewhere that you can write down your temperatures so it can easily be done on the apple health app um, or I'm sure there's other health apps and you can use things like flow or natural cycles or there's one called daisy Um, there's plenty out there some are free and some are paid The Apple Health is good, but you can't note, you can only just put your temperatures, you can't uh, make notes on symptoms or anything like that. So you want to take your waking temperatures. So start on day one of your cycle, just before you get up and move anything, just straight away as soon as you wake up. If it's a time that you normally wake up, take your temperature. So you want to aim for the same time every day. If you can't get the exact same time, aim for like an hour window, so say if your alarm goes off at seven maybe it's between half past six and half past seven but anything after that wouldn't really be a true reading because depending on your sleep cycle um, our body temperature will rise and fall at a certain different point so we want to try and get that same time each day and when you start tracking you'll notice it should be quite similar And then once the egg is released after ovulation there should be an increase in temperature. So this will be about 0.3 to 0.5 degree temperature change and that's how you know you've entered the luteal phase. You know you've ovulated. Just a side note you can be fertile five days before this point and one day after. So if you are regular this is as natural cycle that's how it works. You kind of know when you should be avoiding uh, if you don't want to get pregnant or when you should be doing it if you do want to get pregnant Um, but if you aren't regular this can not really this is a moot point really (laughs) Um, but taking note of your temperatures will show you how long each phase is so why is it important why should we care how long each phase is as I said it's a massive indicator of in in your internal health if any of these factors start to change it can symbolize a hormonal imbalance so I'm not just talking about the length of your cycle changing drastically but if your the length of your cycle stays the same and your follicular phase gets longer and your luteal phase gets shorter this can be an indication that your hormones start to shift there's an imbalance um and that we should be looking deeper into it. So these shifts, these hormonal imbalance could possibly be due to an underlying health issue or because your body is under stress and this could be mental stress or physical stress like low energy availability. And the healthy cycle means your hormones are balanced, ultimately signaling to you that your body is functioning well. So if it's falling out of whack, then that's your body's way of telling you something isn't right and you can't ignore this. You've got to listen to it and you've got to go see a doctor. So after you've seen a, doc- a doctor, if there are no issues in terms of long-term illness, um, but you're still getting irregular regular cycle, um, a change, then the likelihood it is a lifestyle issue and that you have to start looking at not just your stress levels, but your diet and exercise so prioritizing your health at this point if you notice that your cycle is out of whack is really 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 important and I cannot stress this enough so you'll have to work on things like stress management and maybe you're like I don't feel stressed like there's nothing stressful in my life well maybe you don't have any perceived stress going on but maybe your body is under stress because you don't have great sleep or maybe as I said you've got low energy availability so this could be that you are exercising loads you're not eating enough so you're just putting your body under constant stress and you are not recovering from this so in these cases working alongside a coach um, to guide you and your doctor, of course, but reducing exercise and the intensity with training and making sure that you're eating in a slight surplus. And this can be really, really challenging because likelihood for many cases, um, of there being a low energy availability, it's become because you become reliant on stress or maybe you have higher body preoccupation, um, or in a pursuit of fat loss when it's not necessary to be in a fat loss phase. Um, And this, just a side note, you don't have to be underweight for this to happen. This can happen to anybody at any weight whose body is experiencing stress. So even if perhaps you're in a large body and um, there's nothing, you don't have PCOS, anything like that, any underlying health conditions it could be that you are still over-exercising and under-fueling it. So you need to make your body feel safe again. And that's when a coach can come in hand because it is quite a hard process to do by yourself. And why should you care if you're having a missed period? Because even if you're not interested in having children, as I've said, having a cycle is so important for your health because A, it means that your body is functioning well and B, without those hormones you can have a whole myriad of horrible horrible symptoms so 3 months of a missing period will result in the same boat, bone density as an 80-year-old woman and this can't be reversed like this can't all be rebuilt no matter how much you refeed your body and train there gets to a point where some of it will never you'll never be able to have the same kind of bone density again so i'm i'm just going to i'm not trying to scare anybody if they're experiencing this but I just want to stress the importance of checking in on your cycle and having a cycle so even if so you may be thinking maybe you're someone who is thinking okay well I just want to be lean Um, I don't really care about my cycle so I'm just not going to do anything about it. Missing or irregular periods this or hypothalamic hypothalamic amenorrhea i always trip up on that one let's call it ha that's when your uh, period is missing and it can come with so many other symptoms like i said like frequent urination hair loss brittle nails skin problems low libido low libido poor sleep um cognitive poor cognitive function and early cognitive decline depression lower stress resilience and increased anxiety and mood disorders and that's just the beginning and so as you can see it's not just about having babies um, and on that delightful note I'm going to finish the first part there because I think I have filled your head with enough of um, information about your cycle and I hope I have stressed to you why from a physical point of view and It is important, but make sure you listen to part two because I'm going to be talking about managing your symptoms and also how it can be empowering to recognize your symptoms and recognize your cycle and more of the mental side of it. So, thank you for listening. And again, as always, if you enjoyed the pod, please do share and follow me and rate the podcast. The pod, I don't know, I feel like is it weird to say I'm a cool, cool podcaster now? It does, it does sound weird. I will say podcast. (laughs) Um, Please do, as, as I say, like, share and subscribe and I will see you in part two. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your time and attention. I appreciate it because your time is valuable. If you want to know more about working with me, head to the links in the podcast bio. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful, I'd love to hear from you. So please tag me in your stories at better.days.coaching or you can shoot me a message. And if you know anyone who might benefit or enjoy this episode, why not share it with them? Thanks, guys.